America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod with myself and Tamara. Hi, Hi Tam. Hi, how are you? I'm good. We We both sound a little tired. I am exhausted. I have every reason to be exhausted. What's Been going up on? In, we're up in Big Bear right now. We close in our house and um, it's really hard to get like help contractors up here. So I'm having my contractor come up in a week to do like the big stuff. So I decided we were going to just start doing it ourselves. So stripped wallpaper, been painting. Literally, we'll start at six in the morning and then just be like, how the hell is it four o'clock right now? Just yeah. nonstop. Um, my nails are disgusting they're like they look how mine normally look they're i mean i'm my cuticles are bloody i have (laughs) some gel on it they're all pointed and jagged these people that we bought the house from left everything in the house but i can't find a god ding uh nail file anywhere well who's handier you or eddie i'm pretty handy oh damn yeah yeah i'm pretty handy um, I mean, I'm upholstering, upholstering, um, reupholstering the chairs in the kitchen. Oh I my God. Strip wallpaper yeah. painted. He's pretty handy though. He put in like the new, he's been helping me paint, um, put a new doorknob on, you know, the digital ones. Yeah. Um, going to hang a couple chandeliers today. Yeah. So, so you're getting shit done, getting shit done. But today we decided, cause we go home tomorrow, um, Eddie, went home yesterday and picked up the electric bikes and we're just going to go cruise and have fun today. Oh, that's nice. Yep. There's always next week to come back. How long does it take from OC to get there? Uh, hour 45, two hours. Oh, that's not bad. Traffic. Yeah. Not too bad. No, that's not, not bad much. at all. Um, well, my weekend was pretty jam packed too, because it was, we're going to Columbia um during Cruz's birthday so we had his birthday party at Kyle's house on Sunday afternoon and like Cruz honestly thinks he plays for the NFL like and he is (laughs) so dream he's so no nonsense about it like the way he described how he wanted his birthday it wasn't like how Slate or Bella or even how Dove would probably be where it's like it's all about like the bells and whistles like no he's like I need the game to start at 4 p.m sharp i don't want any water feature oh, because oh, i don't the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree now he's like i want to make sure that because i go it's going to be 90 degrees in the valley i was like should we get a water slide or something he goes no mom i don't want anyone being distracted from the football game we needed to sit there and cheer the whole time i mean it was so cute and so fun but my back it's not getting better, Tam. Oh, it's not? 
no. So we did, we had that the first day. And so that was, that was Sunday. We had such a blast though. It was so fun. Like, you know, when just adrenaline kicks in, so you just forget that you're in pain. But then that night I was like, Oh, and then is, yes, it, is it a muscle pain? No. So I went to the doctor. I have a pinch sciatic nerve. Oh, so I haven't been able to work out or do any of the Ooh. things I'm trying to save it so that I can show in the Derby um, at the horse show on Friday. So they're like, just stay, stop, like stop. Yeah. That's it. No running, do. no doing whatever, just whatever. Does this happen to you often? No, but oh. I mean, oh, w- I, welcome to old age. Yeah. So it's that, starting. It's starting. And then in a shocking turn of events, I don't want to alarm you, but I got a compliment from my dad today. Why? I know. Why know what? So yesterday- About your co-host? No, actually that's probably next once he listens. But he, um, yesterday I went over to the hotel. He's in town. He came in town for a couple of things, but he was here for Cruz's birthday. And then yesterday he's like, can you come over to the hotel and swim with the kids? And so we were all hanging out and I had all the kids, like clearly, you know, it is what it is. And he called this morning. He goes, Teddy, I got to say, you're a pretty good mom. Oh, he was like, you, you're just there and there's four kids and you're like a referee and you're if it's not one, it's the other. And you well, got that's the ultimate compliment. Yeah. And I was like, I got a little choked up before we got on the Zoom because he kept calling me and finally answered. I'm like, what? I'm trying to prep to talk shit about people. Do you mind? <laughs> trying to be he a horrible like, citizen. Leave I'm trying alone. to offend people. <laughs> Do you mind? I'm trying to get in the zone. And he's like, no, I just wanted to call to like compliment you because like it's there's never a dull moment. I'm like, he's like, I forgot that. And I wanted to be like, dad, do you really think you were managing all of us at any I was point? Say, was, he a, was he a hands-on dad? Cause I'm going to say um, no. I mean, I don't, it was such a different time back then. Like, was anyone really hands-on? Yeah. They were more hands-on back then, but your dad was, you know, no, star, but like, so. we just kind of did whatever we wanted to do. We just were like on our own, but yeah, but with now, now a days, it's a lot of uh, nannies and a lot of help. Yeah. Back then he, it really wasn't. No, back then. I mean, I think somebody lived with Fend us. for like, yourself. Yeah. Go outside and come home when the streetlights are on. Yeah. Go outside and come back by curfew. And if you don't, you'll get a spanking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was the last couple of days. And now I am just already packed for next week for Columbia. And I feel really proud of myself because I have watched all of the shows for the entire week. Are are you going to be podcasting from Columbia? No, no, this, this week, I don't leave till Sunday for Columbia, but I had to pack some. How long are you gone? I'm gone for a week. Dove is taking a freaking red eye. By yourself? Well, I wish, (laughs) I wish I wasn't going to be there. That's perfect. She'll fall asleep. She is. Do you understand this human? She's like Tamara on tequila shots. Well then, give her some Benadryl. <laughs> I don't tell like, you. I can't even imagine being like. Do they All make right, baby Dove. Xanax? <laughs> I know. I I really can't even imagine being like, oh Dove, it's night night time, and her being like, mm, yeah, I can't. I can't even imagine. Oh, it'll be fine. She'll fall um, asleep. But you are having a special co-host next Tuesday. Uh, who's filling in for me. Um, so you guys will have to stay tuned to see Ooh, how that goes. I'm so excited. Uh, but uh, do we Super get into excited. Housewife headlines? Oh, the first one's a doozy. That first one, it's, you could take it. Yeah, I figured. Okay, so listen, I'm just reporting the headlines. And top of the list is Lisa Vanderpump's husband, Ken Todd, sued for $950,000 over Pump Restaurant. Well, here's the details. Ken Todd was hit with a lawsuit by the property owner of Pump 8948 Santa Monica Partners, demanding nearly a million dollars in damages. They said that the defendant leased the property for Pump in 2013. They agreed to pay $32,500 per month in rent. The rent increased to around $42,000 by $42,520.20. In the lawsuit, the property owners accused Pump of failing to pay rent and other charges totaling $250,000. Pump had also failed to turn over the liquor license to 8948, which was required as part of the lease. The property owner has demanded $750,000 in damages for the alleged breach of contract and another $200,000 for refusing to turn over the liquor license in taxing 
fixtures. Can I just ask you a question? Why do people think that this stuff isn't going to be reported on or they just don't care? Well, you can file a lawsuit against anything. Like we don't, anybody or anything. It doesn't mean it's true. So who knows what their side of the story is. Maybe there was damage in the property. They weren't going to pay. It was an operable. You don't know. You don't know. I but have I'm a sure feeling be she'll more... pop up on TMZ in a couple of days from now and give her a side. Was oh, that her go-to? Yeah. So uh, don't wish a lawsuit on anybody stressful, but they got money. They can make it go away. They can figure it out. Figure um, the it next out. one is Real Housewives of Atlanta. A friend of Courtney was on a podcast. Um, and these are the following things she had to say about Kenya. The way Kenya speaks to protection just makes me uncomfortable. In Alabama, the lighting wasn't bright enough for her, and she just tore into this young lady on production, and I was mortified. That shit was not cool. Courtney on Kenya's fall. I think you saw nobody rush to check on her, and I think that speaks volumes to how people genuinely feel about her. It was also obvious that Kenya was okay. Because what you didn't see was she was cursing production out. Um, Courtney on Nini. She says that Kenya was needed on the show, but in another strong personality in there, a Portia, then nobody's going to miss Kenya. Portia seems like fun, good hearted person. And then she also says there's nothing authentic or real about Kenya. She's honestly the meanest girl I've ever met. This, I mean, is, coming, this is coming from Courtney. This is coming from cousin Courtney. Cousin Courtney. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to believe anything she says. I don't. I, Kenyon's been I, on the show for a very long time. They're not going to put up with shit like that. Um, Who's not going to put up with shit like that? Production's not going to put up with stuff like that. If really? She's at, they, well, well, I mean, we obviously have cast members that are not polite to the crew members, but that bad that she cusses them out. Really? You've never had anyone cuss out your crew members? I don't know cuss out. Oh, hmm. I cuss feel like out. I remember lots of headlines about this. I'm trying to go remember. Back. Maybe it was the season you weren't on. Oh, yeah. It was the season I was not. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. But the yeah. point is, there is always, there are certain things that people can be assholes about. And the longer that they're on the show, it can create more of that tendency there are people that have certain sides they prefer to sit on if you're walking into a room they want to walk in first i don't have that plane i clearly i mean i have I've, none of that was barely on the show at this point yeah, <laughs> none of that. any of that like really um, i don't really care but it does seem like she's out to get kenya but also i feel like she's embarrassed because what kenya did when she tried like touching her or whatever and she said those things i think she's gonna be back Courtney, I don't know. I think there needs a lot to be done on Atlanta because there's a lot of dead weight on that show. And I think um, she should not be talking about one of the stars like that. Well, one of the things you shouldn't be talking about after is using the word weight, because this is the other drama. Marlo says Drew should get lipo. No. Why, Marlo? Why? No. So on Watch What Happens Live, Marlo says Drew has drop it with Drew, which is about your body. And so Drew should have a banging body. She should go get lipo. It's just not everybody that eats healthy and works out has a banging body. And, and genetics also, play a huge role in it. Well, then Drew responds healthy. I am sitting here in disbelief that Marlo Hampton would attack me by body shaming and attacking my weight at this crucial time in my life. Being a parent, going through a public divorce, humiliation, and just dealing with stressful emotional issues, clearly attacking me won't get you very far. If you feel this way about me at this size, I can only imagine what you think about women of all sizes who have weight challenges, illnesses, or eating disorders due to comment like yours. All I can say is shame on you, Marlo. But then Marlo responds... Of course, there's not going to just leave it at that. No. Marlo responds, Drew, you have gone around stating bold-faced lies about me for almost a year now. Anyone who knows me knows how anti-drug I am. So many members of my family suffer from substance abuse issues to this day. When I was a child, I vowed to stay away from drugs. I hardly like taking pain pills after getting dental work done. I have watched you assassinate my character all season. Your words have been absolutely disgusting to and about me this past year. Stop it. I laugh to mask the pain. 
I, I just don't think there's any excuse to body. No, shame. no, not at all. Not at all. And I also, I don't know. It just, it, the whole thing makes me sad that it gets to this point between, between the women. Like, why is that a go-to it's thing? It's not, she doesn't have anything else. So she's going to go after her weight, which is nasty. The, the next one is a little bit, I, I can help then. Um, Bryn shades Ramona and confirms DM from Shep. So on Watch What Happens Live, uh, they played a game of how old are they, where Marlo and Bren went back and forth with ages and whatnot. That's and, a horrible game. Yeah. And I mean, they guess, one of them guessed that Crystal was 50. I think Crystal's like 35 years old. <laughs> I can't. But then they guessed that. That is just, a, that's not a nice game. But then Bren guessed that Ramona was 83. What? She, she, was, she, was, she, being she was being shady. Yeah. Um, and then she said, that was for my girls. Um, Sai said, had said Ramona was rude to her. And then Bren confirmed after her first Watch What Happens Live appearance, she and Shep have started to DM, but it's all PG. But don't you worry. I texted That's Shep. your boy. I texted Shep. So... I'm sure most of you knew I grew up with Shep. So I sent him a text this morning and I said, Hey, I was just watching, watch what happens live. Would you mind uh, reminding your, your old pal and letting uh, me know what you said in Brent's DMs. And he said, I just said, thanks for giving me props. We laughed about it. Talked about New York and where we're from, etc. Just like bo boilerplate, like a hello. Nice to meet you. Mm. And then I wrote, you were also on a poll. Do you have a full bush? Or are you well-shaven? Of course she would ask that. Well, it, I didn't ask it. Andy did it. And and Bryn guessed that <sighs> he had a full bush, which I didn't know you called a guy's area full bush, by the way. But Well, what would you call it? I don't know. Either like kempt or unkempt. I don't know. that A bush reminds me of just like, I don't know. But either way, he writes back, trimmed. Nothing crazy manicured. You know my personality. But I'm like, then he writes, you know my personality, as if that means I know what his hair What does your personality is. have to do with your bush? Well, then I said, I was really hoping she was wrong with that answer. Um, and he said, well, what did she say? And I said, she said she, she thought you had a full bush. And he goes, no, it's trimmed down, but not like a baby. That's weird on a guy, in my opinion. Of mine, too. <laughs> Mine so, too. Question: Do you, is Eddie trimmed down or trimmed is he down. just full? Full, full hair or full? No, nothing? trimmed, trimmed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like a trimmed down sitch, but like really trimmed down. Yeah, but not bald. I'm okay with you there. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's like. You want hairy balls? Friend, not, I'm not having this conversation with you any further. Fine. How's yours? I don't want no preteen looking. Well, no, I'm asking about your, now, now I need to know about your business. You're, it's so creepy with a guy, but does your business have, what, are you just what, trimmed? Eddie goes, you want a Sasquatch? Eddie, is Tamara well-kept or bald? Well-kept or bald? Am I well kept or bald, babe? Yeah. yeah. I'm hairy? No, I'm not. What are you talking about? No, ma'am. Well, now he's quiet. This is as bad he's as the popsicle. Shit. He's just being a smart ass. Right, right, right. He's laughing. Now he's down there laughing. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anywho, well, those are our recap. No, no, nope, um, nope, nope, nope. Well, guess what's going on this weekend? I forgot what? to announce it. The Trace Amigas are back on stage at the Improv uh, in Brea. Oh, nice. 13th. We have not practiced. <laughs> so I have to go home. Friday, we're going to do one little rehearsal. And um, yeah, so guys, we still have some tickets left. So the Brea Improv. You want to come see us? Everyone's welcome, but me. You're invited. I'm inviting you. No, I need a formal invitation from the Vixter. 
oh, that's not ever going to happen <laughs> after the stories I saw online. Um, I know it's everywhere. Like Bravo TV even posted it, the whole thing. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was simply saying, I just thought that she was a little jelly over our success and you, she should be supporting you. It's not about me. She doesn't even know me. She doesn't know you. Um, By the way, they, how's the perm? I love the perm. Perm is fun. Perm it's is cute. Easy. How long does it last? Three to six months, but apparently like grows out with your hair. But the one funny thing about the perm, even though it's all natural, cruelty-free, vegan, all the things, Edwin goes, I have a question, honey. Have you been waking up in the middle of the night and eating chips? And I go, what? What? I'm like, of all the things, like that's not something I crave isn't chips. I'm like, Do why? you eat in the middle of the night? No. Either so I, I go, and Cruz goes, mom, your pillow does smell like chips. And I'm like, what? So then, so then today I was spraying my hair after getting out of the shower with um, the curl activator and Edwin goes, there's the smell. Oh. And I'm like, you guys think that my curl activator smells like chips? You He's have to like, put curl activator on it? <laughs> yes. What happens if you don't put curl activator on it? It Then it just could get a little frizzy or whatever. Right. I don't know. But either way, I was like, yeah, I'm getting up in the middle of the night and having a Dorito mm, in bed good. in my in my pillow. Wouldn't um, he hear you chomping on that? Probably not. He's snoring so loud. Oh, he's a snorer. I'm so glad that he doesn't snore. He pretends he doesn't snore. Also, like he pretends that he's awake when he's sleeping. The all things <laughs> that drive me nuts. Um, uh, all right. Oh so let's God. let's get into Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, let's. So we had Cynthia's uh, entrance to the show. They gave her a good like. They back did. They really went all out for her comeback. Um, even for just a friend of, I thought it was amazing. Um, I do now realize that they need her back. They really need her back. They need her back bad because she yeah. just adds like a lightness to it. Even when she's like being funny or shady or whatever, like there's something just so natural about who she is yep. that I really appreciate. And that's not just because I get to talk to her every week. Like she really is. And you could see a difference in Candy's comfort level talking to her now, and there's opening been, up. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's been talk that she would only come back as a friend of, is that true? Do you know, have you asked her? I think that she, I think like all of us, you always want to protect yourself and what it is that you're, you're willing to do. So like it, it I, I, to be honest, I haven't actually asked her, but I know that my response would be the opposite. So everyone kind of has their own standard response. But at the end of the day, it's very hard for any, any of us to turn down a significant amount of money if you're asking. Right. That. You know, when I was off for two years, then I, you know, I wasn't positive I was going to be asked back, but I suspected. I was at that point okay with a friend role. I thought, you know what? That's the best of both worlds. I can film a little bit, do that and not have to, you know, film my family, but it didn't end up that way and everything's good. So I, I get where she's coming from. Yeah. Um, but but th that show is really missing like real genuine friendships. And that just proved it with Cynthia coming back and sitting with Candy. Yeah. And then she brings up how she's been divorced twice and is disappointed. Cynthia also says she is confused about what's going on with Candy and Drew. And then after Candy's argument with Drew, she doesn't know if Drew wants to be in the movie. Um, of course she wants to be in the movie. Well, I, uh, who was it that had the conversation where Sheree made it seem a little bit more like Drew was saying she didn't want to be in the movie. Yeah. Really, I think Drew was just saying, hey, if it's going to be too uncomfortable, I, I understand. And, right. you know, right. I don't think she was saying I don't want to be in the movie. I don't think so either. What I did love seeing is Marlo and her nephews with their Christmas photo shoot. It was so cute. Marlo oh really goes over the top with everything. And I just look at her and go, I wish I could be like that. I know they were, they look really cute, but I, I have another candy and drew question. Like, I feel like they're trying to drum up the, will she be in the movie or won't she? Yes. But didn't we already to see, didn't we already see that she's in the movie? Yes, we did. So I, I'm confused because it was I, in the trailer. Well, the trailer gives things away. Um, 
Then Drew says she asked Ralph about Vegas and he said he was working, but she doesn't trust him. Drew also talks to Ralph about what happened in Portugal. She says Marlo filming her was criminal. Um, she will also only call Courtney by her name and not cousin. Finally, we Finally. told you. I was so happy when I heard that. I mean, every scene between Ralph and Drew feels like it's so forced and that Ralph is just so checked out. Ralph, honestly, is it's like when somebody's having a conversation with you. I don't even think he's bothering listening. No, he's not. Now, I'm confused. Now, he's in Vegas doing Magic Mike. No. Okay. So the woman from the video that was the producer on Drew's video, the one that like oiled yeah. him up for it, I yeah. guess invited him to come audition for like a version of Magic Mike. So that's what he was doing. Why? Um, Why? I don't. If Eddie came to me and said, Hey, I got this opportunity to do audition for Magic Mike. First of all, he would be, he would laugh, but I'd be like, no, you're not doing but that. Also, How embarrassing. Well, not how embarrassing, but like it's crossing. I don't think it's embarrassing to be in Magic Mike, but I wouldn't be fine with my husband doing it. Also, in regards to the Courtney stuff, before we get back into Magic Mike, I feel like the demotion of Drew not calling her cousin might not be the only demotion in store for her coming up. But what do you mean? Like, it might be a demotion from the show as well. Drew? No, Courtney. No, Courtney's going. She's gone. Bye-bye. But do you think Courtney should have stood up for Drew? She doesn't even know her. Yeah. True. So stop with the cousin shit. Yeah, I agree. This whole kiss thing is a whole doozy of a sitch. Um, but then Cynthia... Well, show- I would say Drew is becoming the main focus of the show. So now we know why she got that seat next to Andy. Yeah, of course, because it's going to be this. They're going to be dropping a lot more things with Drew. Um, but then Cynthia shows up at Candy's Peach Buzz party and is now on good terms with Kenya after the girls trip. I did think this was interesting and I appreciated Kenya's interview in regards to Cynthia because something I hadn't even thought about until I saw uh, Kenya's interview bite, which I'll ask Cynthia about on the pod. Mm-hmm. Was, do we think that Cynthia was already having marital issues when she filmed Girls Trip? That would explain a lot for sure. Yeah, and why she was feeling the way that she felt and displaced and just wanted to have fun with the girls. Like not to add fuel to the fire, but my friend Heather Amin. Of course, Heather Amin. Yep. She ran into him while you guys were at Big Brother. And? And she was watching him and he did not, she said he did not seem like a married man. I'm just going to put it like that. Uh Oh, Yeah. Well, I never like to hear that, especially because I think Cynthia is such a good person. I know. She remains friends with all her exes. Well, I just don't think Cynthia is like a drama person. Like she's not. No. She'd rather just be in peace than be, you know, like. uh, Yeah. I'm bummed though. I feel like we were robbed of seeing the conflict between Kenya and Cynthia and then a resolution. I mean, that's what the show's about. And that's what the show is missing. Like real drama, real, which we would have had if Cynthia was on the show, but we don't because we're dicking around with Monietta and Courtney and these people get rid of all of them. I I, I don't know. Um, but they had also, they, we got to see a little bit of your girl, um, Teresa's wedding because that's when they had their reconnection. Oh, funny. We weren't invited to that. It's so weird. Isn't that Um, weird? And then what did you think about the Ralph and Marlo talk at Candy's party? Ralph said he had mad love for Marlo, but felt disrespected. Marlo tells Ralph she knows he is dealing with a lot and knows his wife is a liar. Okay, that that whole conversation made me uncomfortable. I felt like maybe Drew should have been involved in that conversation. Yeah, um, they're not I, even allowed to text. I know. And I don't like the fact that uh, Ralph did not stand up for his wife. I thought that that was rude. And he didn't even like be like, oh, come on. There was nothing. There wasn't even, he didn't even try to push it away. First of all, if you ever came up to Eddie and basically was saying that I'm a a, a liar and all that, I would be livid with you. No, it's crossing so many boundaries. Yeah, but Marlo, that's what she does. But also- It's so weird. She's so confusing to me as a housewife because she can be so sweet, so nice, so- loving and then she does shit like that but it because it doesn't but also doesn't but it also doesn't make any sense because marlo said she couldn't text him back uh directly because oh you're right there but that would be crossing the line 
But she can have a private conversation with him and say that and, his wife's a liar and talk shit about his wife. Yeah, that. That's what I'm saying. She's she contradicts herself all the time. Oh, but can we also why we're there on the topic of Drew and Ralph when she was talking about the Latoya stuff? Do you think Ralph even cared if she did? No, he's so checked out. He even said, like, who cares? Who cares? But we, how long are we going to beat this dead horse about the kiss? Do you think that uh, Drew's lying? Do I don't. I just don't. Lying? I just don't think it was a big deal of a kiss. I don't then think. Why? Why deny it? But then uh, you have um, what's the girl's name that she kissed? Latoya. Latoya. Yeah. You have her at the, this party. Okay. You have her at the reunion mm-hmm. saying that it did happen. Then you have a text message between Drew. And Latoya saying, no, it never happened. So who's the liar? And then I, Candy said she saw it. And uh, Marlo on Watch What Happens Live said she's 80, whatever. They could just be talking this close. And I, I don't know. Cynthia was asleep. She said everyone was talking about it the next day. I think it was a drunken debauchery of a night. Remember when they were all in Potomac and there was rumors of girls kissing in yeah, the yeah. ocean? I, I think it was one of those things. And yeah. I don't think anybody knows that often happens in it, housewife. Yeah. Um, but then Latoya's there at the party and she c- tells Candy that she is upset with her. Latoya's feelings were hurt since she was not able to defend herself in Portugal. Latoya drew Candy and Marlo talk. Drew says the videos that Marlo sent to Latoya were edited in her little clips. Are we even, are you even invested in this? Do you care? Nope. Don't care. Do not care. But you know what I do care about is that Candy goes on to her podcast called Speak on It. That La- what when Latoya said, Candy, I'm upset with you. It wasn't about the Drew situation. It was oh. about that she was invited last minute. Well, the one part I was noticing, um, well, two things. Uh, the only kiss that's less important to me was the sloppy seconds kiss between Christina and Madonna after Brittany had already done it. Like, I don't care. Second thing. Second thing is what I think the girls are trying to say, but they're trying not to break the fourth wall when it comes to the candy stuff is that candy is producing storylines. Not that she's trying to produce anything for. Does she have time to produce storylines? She's always busy. I think it's pretty easy to produce a storyline if you've been doing the show this long. You know how easy it is. It's not to produce a storyline, but you know what narrative to push. And I'm not saying it's to promote her movie, but she's always promoting everything between sex toys, movies, all that stuff all the time. Uh, Podcast. I also don't want to alarm you. Sonia made me laugh this episode when she was taking notes on how to use the peach. Me too. (laughs) Me too. I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, yes, that's a song we want to see each week. Like that's her, like not taking herself so seriously, being funny. Um, Sonia was good this week. The conversation with her sister, she took ownership there. Okay. Thoughts on Candy inviting Latoya to the couple's night sex party, whatever it's called. Kind of remind me of the Jen Padrante and Heather Amin situation. It kind of, yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Listen, if somebody's being talked about, they need to come on the show. There's nothing worse than to have hear about Laura from New Jersey, uh, Margaret's friend for 17 episodes and uh, never see her. If you're not going to show her, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, Real Housewives of New Jersey producers take note, please. Yeah, we need, we need to see it. But we also I feel like we don't need to see it in a party setting. It needs to be more of a sit down conversation because even Marlo comes in and they have to kick out Marlo. Like there's all kinds of shit going down. Um, but I don't care where they talk. Doesn't matter to me. I don't know. I, I, I just feel like the fan thoughts are right on this. This, this group feels disconnected. They need Cynthia back. And need Latoya, back. Latoya, you should have come in with a real stance. It either happened or it didn't happen. We don't need you riding the fence right now. We need yeah, information. But sometimes I feel like, you know, some of the things aren't shown. Maybe she did say a lot and you just didn't see it. So the one thing that I did, um, it did resonate with me when Candy was like, listen, I am really sex positive. I wasn't trying to shame her. I wasn't trying to out anything. Right. It was something we all talked about. And in Candy's defense, this did happen off camera. 
Well, there you go. So who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll keep it going, but uh, let's take a little break and then we'll come back and talk about New York and then Crappy Lake. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we are back to talk about New York. At I like. I really like this episode. I love New York. I really I love really New York. Do. It's just so refreshing. It really is. I mean, between them just coming as they are, they're just talking about real conversations. And even when we saw, like, I know we're skipping all around, but even when we saw, like, Bren start to break down, not want to say something, then say something. Like, it's just real. It feels Who's organic. your favorite right now? I mean... I feel like if I was going to pick somebody to be like my bestie, Cy. Um, but I, I mean, I love Bren for television. I love Aaron. I love Aaron. Those are my three top, um, you know, you're only as good as this week's episode, but yeah, this week, Bren really like stole my heart. It was so nice to get a little backstory because she is kind of that smart ass girl that's always looking for the joke and she's always funny. And then to hear about her past and how she was raised, you know, kind of meant a lot. Yeah. I mean, she starts out by saying, um, you know, she'd love to have an overbearing mother-in-law. I was going to ask you, I have never had one. Yeah. Um, all, all my marriages never oh had a gosh. A, wow. I know. I know. Um, but Bren talks about how her grandmother legally adopted her and her siblings, um, Bren wants a family with traditions and often stays friends with their exes and their families to use as bandages. Um, do you think it's healthy to stay friends with all your exes? I think if you can, if you can maintain that friendship, sometimes it's hard when you get into another relationship, your, you know, your new significant other doesn't want you hanging out or talking with your ex-boyfriend or fiance. Well, 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, but I think also it's hard because if she's able to still maintain friendships, I have a feeling they may still be in love with her. And then it's, yeah. at some point it's going to get ugly. Yeah. I just really like Erin. I just feel like she's so natural. Doesn't try. Yeah. No, Aaron. I mean, Aaron does. Try, you can, Aaron's trying to make people happy, but she's also like, she's, this is who I am. The, you guys are pains in the asses. Um, but what about when Bren says she has three ex uh, fiancés? I'm like, Daniel Staub is somewhere yawning. She's like, catch up, girl. Catch up. Catch up. Um, I think it's just hard for her. And I think that, you know, when she, if she didn't get to grow up with her parents, you know, she talks about how she would, her grandma would drop her off at the salon every week because her grandmother was white, raising three biracial kids. And it's where she got any sort of information culture, about strong yeah. black women and being cultured. And um, I think it was just great insight on her in general, but also I think she just really wants to be loved unconditionally Yeah, because she kept saying like, I want to feel love. love. Um, I've never seen so much hair on one person's head. I was very jealous. I know she, she has incredible she has, hair. She has so she's beautiful hair. Um, I also didn't know that Uba had, had a hot sauce, a hot sauce, but now I want to try it. It looks so good. I know it was funny listening to her talk about why she created a hot sauce. So basically <sighs> being a model, not being able to eat things that really taste that great. So she developed a hot sauce, which is, was one of Oprah's favorites and, um, which is huge to be on Oprah's favorites huge. list. Yeah. I wonder how she ended up getting on Oprah's. Oh, but did you notice when Jenna Lyons was tasting it, you could tell that it was really hard for her because it was so spicy, but she was trying not to pull a Jessel. So she was like, <laughs> so <let's share. laughs> oh my I was God. like, oh my gosh. Um, but now I want to try Uba hot. Where do you get it? I don't know. But if Oprah, I mean, if it's on Oprah's thing, it must be a pretty big deal. And then Uba had a great story about her mom. That made me when I just I like hug my mom, that made me sad as well. I know I texted my mom just randomly after that. I was like, oh gosh, I need to be better. I hope we get to go a little bit deeper into Uba's personal story. Yeah, me too. Um, well, then we get more into Jessel and she tells her husband that their sex life came up on the girls trip and he says it's married with kids tax, meaning there's no time for sex. I kind of feel like he doesn't care that they're not having sex either. Like he doesn't seem that into her. He doesn't, but I don't know. I feel like this is um, Jennifer Aiden and Bill Aiden's story all over again. Um, I mean, I've been there. I mean, I never had twins, but just having two kids, little kids at once. I mean, it takes a toll on you. It does take a toll on you, but you could see for the first time, you could see Jessel start to be a little bit more vulnerable and like, she was like, we should do it. Like, you need to get some, like, instead of always like what I've kind of felt with her is like, she's trying so hard to make the joke that you're not seeing that softer side of her, but you can kind of see when she's like, we should do this or we should do it. Like, you need to get some sex. Like for a second, you saw that, like, she yeah. wants to work on it. Um, but then I'm the not problem completely is sure what's going on there, but I don't peg him as somebody going outside the relationship. No, I don't really see that either. Nuh -uh. He doesn't seem like, I, I, I don't know, but the problem is, is then right after that, we see the scene between Cy and her husband, David. And like, I'm obsessed with that couple. Yeah. Like they're so funny. It's so natural. They're She's like so spunky, like just, but he handled like it just, not to compliment our marriages, but like, they're very like how Similar. our husbands are with us. Right. Like just yeah, like, I was okay. thinking the same. I was thinking the same thing when they were uh, filming together in the kitchen. Um, definitely reminds me of me and Eddie. Yeah. And then when he was kind of giving advice on what's actually going on with her. And then all of a sudden Bren and Cy were like, oh shit, you're right. Like he just, he's the voice of reason. He also is like cute and charming. Yeah. I, I like him. Uh, did you see that little girl, the daughter? Oh my God. Beautiful. She's so beautiful. Beyond. So beautiful. Um, um, do you think that Jenna's ever going to dress up for anything? No, I think that that's her style. Like I no, think no dress, nothing. We had friends giving, uh, I was a little confused with the corset underneath the jeans. 
I thought she looked hot. I was liked it a corset? It. it was just around her midsection, right? It well, she she said publicly she has. I something. thought maybe she hurt her back. No, I thought no, it was a back I need, brace. I need that, by the way. But no, she said publicly that something has like she has something on her. There's certain parts of her body that she can't show because of some. Sort, yeah, she's got sort of, scarring. She has yeah. scarring on her body. So I think she dresses for what she's comfortable in. And I thought she looked good. I mean, my favorite part of the outfits was Bren greeting everybody with the back of her dress. Like, hi. Hi. Nice to meet it's you. Bren's, Bren's giving. <laughs> and they're like, Here's showing my back. Her she did it like five times. She was proud of that dress. But then I was like, honey, your tag's sticking out. We got to reel that Can in. Can we fix that? Can we fix that? Um, but. Jessel is giving speaking of clothes and Jessel having so much issues with the lingerie that Jenna gave her. I feel like we're, we're getting a little Giselle Bryant here in the Jessel's outfits though. You think so? I'm not, I'm not outfit chain. I'm a terrible dresser most of the time. So I'm not. Not, I mean, I've gotten a quite a, quite a bit of heat for some of my attire, but oh, I'm like, we all who cares. Um, and then but what about the Jessel conversation about Aaron's uh, grandmother passing away? That was awkward uh, to say the least. And to say, I hope it was a good day. I hope <laughs> it all like, turned out. All right. I hope it turned out. All right. But Aaron just has a way of just, you know, handling herself and the things that I just, she's one of my favorites. Would you be offended by being called a cackling hag? And I, yeah, Jenna did leave off. That she's the original one that said cackling. Oh, you're right. She said that first. Just Jessel added on the hags. I don't think I'd be offended by being called a cackling hag. Because I don't okay. think, I mean, I don't have a great laugh. And Well, you're not that old. So I always think about hags mean old, but I don't know. What is the definition of a hag? Isn't that like an old chicken? What about Uba trying to say it? She's like, the cockling, the cockling. <laughs> She's so cute. Cackling hogs. <laughs> but I'd love to see a new raw side of Bren in this episode for sure. Oh, yeah. Instead of the flirty and fun side as she usually shows. We just got to know her a little bit better. Yeah. Jessel. She kind of reminds me of Ramona. Just a little bit. I don't know. I just agree, with, I agree with Jenna Lyons. And just says things to offend people in total denial. Well, I agree with Jenna. I think she's just trying too hard. I don't think she knows who she is yet. And yeah. she's just, oh. And not to compare housewife to housewife, but Bren kind of reminds me of the Sonia Morgan. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to go back to back, then that's, I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Um, but when Bren gets emotional at the Bren's giving, when she opens up about yeah. um, the two people that are supposed to love her and they didn't, and that she was not picked up for six days and her diaper was not changed. <sighs> you know, sometimes when housewives share emotional stories and then, the rest of the table is not emotional because you feel like they're being phony. This was not one of those moments. No, not at all. Every single one of them was crying. Like, I, I don't know. And then it, it you can tell like the, it, then it was like, felt like a law and order episode. Cause it was like, dun, dun, to be continued. Yeah. And you're Did like, you notice she said that Bryn said that her mom was a teen when she had her and that her dad was older. And that just took me back to her tagline where she says, you make me mad. I'll date your dad. But then I learned last night on Watch What Happens Live what she meant with that tagline. What? So Andy asked if that was a true story or how the tagline came up. And she said that one time when she was younger, she went on a date with a guy. And at the end of the date, he wanted to go Dutch. Ooh. And she was like, no, I'll just pay for it. And I saw your dad online. He looks cute. Maybe I'll go out with him next time. Oh. So that's where that came that's from. That's her tagline. That's a confusing tagline. Um. You know who has the most confusing tagline is Emily. What's hers again? Something about, about tacos. tacos. Yeah. If you were going to waste my time, give me a taco. We need, by the way, we need to ask Emily about her. I've always wanted to go on a cruise and I see that she's on the Royal Caribbean right now or Caribbean. She is? Yes. I just saw it on Instagram. And now I need to know because there's parts of her Insta story that I'm like, that looks so great. And there's parts that I'm like, I think I would jump overboard with all my kids stuck on a boat. I'm not a cruise person. I don't want to be stuck in a boat for a week. I don't know. I That's why I want to ask Emily. But either way, fan thoughts are love how raw and energized this 
re-energize the show is saying who they are. That's what we want. I mean, I think it's great. I think if more people just keep giving it a shot, it's going to be awesome. I hope that doesn't mean because of their success, they're going to wipe us all out. All this OGs scrap you all and get newbies. I don't know. I think it's going to be hard to find a whole bunch of fresh newbies in Orange County. Everybody's so fake. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible Uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Crappy Lake has started. I We loved Crappy Lake at the beginning, but now it's getting to be. It's kind of drug out. It's drug out a little bit, but you're starting to see that uh, essentially to recap that we could do this all in one statement, essentially. Sonia and Luann are starting to drive each other crazy. Right. Um, I was super excited to hear that they were going to be renovating their rooms because I love that stuff. I could watch it all day long. Um, a hot tub in the hotel so they get more reservations. Uh, I'm Ew. sorry. Ew. No, not uh, also, the hotel. fact that they got in the hot tub naked without even there's not even chlorine in there yet i'm like what is happening i know and they're like they're like housewives gone wild squirting each other in the hot tub oh my gosh luann naked shows up luann doesn't have clothes on because they got in an address um but mike seems to help um have you ever seen mike before ever that's what i was trying to think i don't know that i've seen mike but he seems like a good guy 
But in order to even come and do Mike's job, I would need like five COVID masks, some Xanax. I mean, when he pulled that off and I saw all that stuff, like however many years they said of like mold and dirt. And I was like, crappy Lake, this is not doing you any favors for no. And then Luann's like, I want to put new carpet in. I'm like, no, not in that hotel. Get some nice luxury vinyl flooring so you can see the cum stains on those. Oh my God. They should have gotten a blue light missed opportunity. I know. Um, then they go see the dog run at the animal control and now dogs are being adopted. And then they show us dogs shitting. Like, listen, I've seen plenty of dogs shitting. I don't need to see it. I see it all day long. Oh yeah. Is rugby with you up there? Yes, he is. Of course he is. He loves it up here. I love all of Eddie's posts with rugby. Um, then Luann and Sonia work on a song for Benton final act. This is where you can see like Luann is like, this is my jam. Um, I I'm a song, I'm a songwriter. I've written up to five songs. They give like the the list of songs. <laughs> I'm like, Oh God, the Peabody award winning songwriting competition of <laughs> money. Can't buy you class. How about when the, I can't remember his name, the guy he's like in a previous life, Luann was a countess. <laughs> and she's like, I still am. And I am that- still a countess after 10 years of being divorced. But then I love that Sonia the whole time's like, we got it, Luann. They want to hear my point of view. Like she is done. She is checked out. She's I, like, I haven't They're had fighting. sex since Richard. Things need to happen. Oh my God. How about when she's like, Sonia's like, I sound more like Billy Eilick, <laughs> the entertainer. <laughs> um, then, but then Luann kind of like gives the business to the like little dancer girl. She wasn't understanding what was happening. Then the other, like the one girl that was doing the cartwheels, it was Sonia's mortified that she's even trying to correct them or tell them what they should do. But I mean, this sucks just as bad as the Trace Amiga show. Well, (laughs) (laughs) well, I'm confused also. Why did Luann come dressed as Roxy from, uh, is that when she had the she had the pink fedora on yes i was like save that for the season finale girl no but i was like was that because erica jane was cast and not you like why are you wearing this right now yeah but but then sonia calling her simon cowell um but people here's the thing a lot of people may not be watching crappy lake but a lot of people that are watching it are loving it um including crews but People saying it's just getting better and better. I want to see them going out at night. I agree. We like yeah, going I, there's out. Some, there's stuff. missing. I can't just see like you're working on dog shelters and I need to see you guys going out. I It's missing. It's missing. Yeah, it's tough, but maybe it's we'll getting old. It Somebody said it's getting old. It's yeah. time to be time for them to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Um. And you guys also, if you haven't subscribed to our twats flashback, it's a sad state of affairs when our recaps are significantly better than the episode. So, <laughs> well, that's not difficult. Because I wish we could just jump to episode or season three. No, well, we're going to do Beverly Hills season one next. When I save the show. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing Beverly Hills season one next. Yeah, I know. Um, but you guys have to make sure to subscribe because it I'm actually hilarious. excited about going back to Beverly Hills season one. Cause I can't even remember it at all. Well, I never watched it. So I'm excited to start fresh. Um, you're one of them. I'm one of them. I've I was a bachelor girl it. forever. I don't know. I never no, I watched once I got on the show, then I started watching and that's when I screwed everything up after watching it. My first, my first season <laughs> on <laughs> Dumbass. should have just left it the way it was. Yeah, right. Um, but we'll talk to you guys later in the week and I'll be back to recap Orange County with Cynthia. Let's see what kind of trouble Tamara gets herself into. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 